0: Hello, welcome to episode 11 of the On The Rise podcast. I'm Alicia, and I'm here with my co-host, Molly. Today, we're going to be talking about learning new skills. Hi, Molly. How are you today?
1: Uh, hi, Alicia I'm, I'm doing very great. I'm doing very good.
0: Good. So tell me what you think. How important do you think it is to learn new skills in life?
1: Yeah, that's kind of a no-brainer, right? I mean, I call myself a learning machine, so I would say learning skills is probably the, the most important thing I, I, I do. I mean, I wish I could put that on, on my business card or something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, it's very important.
0: And what do you think is the most important skill you've learned so far?
1: Yes, this is going to sound corny, but the most <laughs> important skill to learn is the skill to learn skills.
0: <laughs> and like, what does that entail then?
1: Um, yeah, um, Tim Ferriss has a book about it. Uh, it's called The Four-Hour mm-hmm. Shift. It's not my favorite book of his, uh-huh. but, um, it goes a little bit into detail what, um, how you, how you learn skills. So it's basically, um, yeah, you have to construct what it takes to be great. And then if you have the different, uh, little, um, uh, sub topicals, uh, let's say, then you focus mm-hmm. on, on, the. On, on learning one at one at a time but um i just you know like writing i just started to do write every day and and focus on on one little thing at a time
0: And is that how you normally approach it you just do the same skill every day
1: yeah that's the easiest thing to to learn mm-hmm. something because uh, we talked about that before you improve one mm-hmm. percent a day you just focus on doing it not uh hasting anything not pressuring yourself but just steady progress. I think that's that's the best way to do it.
0: Yeah, me too. So, so far, what's your favorite skill that you've learned?
1: Um, yeah, there are a lot, of course. Um, <laughs> I would probably say trading because uh, yeah, yeah. the most impact on my life, um, it, it turned me into a productive citizen, let's say. It's made <laughs> me give me uh, back my self-esteem. Uh, so yeah, I would probably say that.
0: And is that also like the hardest one you've learned or would you say is the hardest skill?
1: Yeah, it's probably the hardest skill because um, it's so hard. It's, it's, it gets into your core. I mean, like losing money is the hardest thing uh, you, you ever learn to do. So if you can, yeah. do, I think you can, can, can learn. I mean, you can do anything, I would say, probably.
0: Yeah. And you've said that you've never held a job before um what does that mean to you like you never had a corporate job or have you just never worked for anyone in general
1: yeah i have never had um, um an official job um let's say but i did some some jobs when i was a student i, I waited tables i did customer services i i sold sold uh, bus tickets and stuff like that so it's not yeah. that i that i didn't know how to work and i yeah i know how to work i'm, I'm i, I I'm, great worker i would say but i never worked for somebody else i never could work for a boss
0: yeah like a 40 hour type job
1: yeah the nine to five work slave situation i couldn't do that
0: yeah and like from the little jobs that you have do you still feel like they've helped you in some way in life like the waiting tables or customer service do you feel like it's helped you
1: yeah yeah yeah. for instance waiting tables I mean, that's another skill, right? That's something that, that's very hard. You, you talked about it, right? Uh, in one mm-hmm.
0: post? Yes.
1: I go there, but it's very difficult. So uh, I was uh, 13 years old. I mean, I probably shouldn't say that because it's... Yeah, have to- <laughs> Underage. <laughs> I was 13 okay. when I started uh, waiting tables. I did that every summer, every vacation to pitch in for my college um, uh, education, let's say. Um, so I learned that the hard way. 13 years old, you, you were like, uh, the, the young kids, all the guys, the guys were 16, 17 year olds, of course, they were going to make fun of you. Of course, they were going to give you the, the dirty jobs and stuff like that. But that's how you, you learned it, right? I started wow. from the bottom, like as a bus boy. And then when I was 20, 21, I was a full blown waiter and I even had my own, um, waiters to, to, to lead. So, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's a skill.
0: So was that your idea to do the waiting job?
1: No, no, parents... I was, uh, yeah, my parents uh, wanted me to do that. Oh, it to was... learn how to
0: work and save for, for college. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah my, my parents always were always a little bit obsessed by money. So we we're always talking like, yeah, you have to do that because college is going to be expensive and it's it probably is. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's a good thing to do that. It's not a
0: no, I think so too. I think it's good too. I try to teach my oldest to work and I'm going to have him do a website and learn new skills as well so that he can try to make some money over the next couple of years. But, um, I had a customer service job as well, as you know, and I feel like it's helped me a lot with communication and podcasting, even, even podcasting. It's helped me with, even though I don't want to credit that job with anything because I hated it, but you know, it was helpful <laughs> in some ways.
1: I mean, um, is that Malcolm Gladwell who talks about the 10,000 hours? Well, I talked yeah. 10,000 hours with a lot of different people, some nice people, a lot of horrible people. And you start, yes. I mean, you learn your experiences there. Now I'm, I'm a good person, people person. And I think <laughs> a lot of that happened there because, I mean, first of all, you were forced to, 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 to talk to them. You couldn't say, well, I'm not going to talk to that um, a-hole or something like that. You okay. talk, uh, and you have to find a way to make, yeah, to, to have, to have a nice experience. So I, cr- I would credit a lot to those, uh, to those jobs.
0: Yeah, true. So what other skills have you learned along the so, years?
1: Yeah. So trading is a big one. Uh, playing poker, <laughs> I would probably say, because yeah, uh, the poker learned me to become a good trader. So that's also important. Um, of course, uh, Yeah, mathematics, of course, in my uh, engineering uh, um, uh, career, let's say. Mm -hmm. Uh, The most, of course, like uh, coding. Uh,
0: Yeah.
1: I know a couple of computer languages. So, uh, yeah, um, I think I'm good in the skill department.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So tell me a little bit more about poker, because you talk a lot about that in your medium stories. How did you get involved in poker initially?
1: So... um, I was, uh, I was studying university, uh, engineering at the time, was getting a little bit uh, bored, and back at the day, there was a huge poker boom. I think it was 2004, 2005, and all the students started to play. So I started going to home games, um, and I, eventually I, I was like intrigued by it because I wasn't even that bad. Of course, in the beginning I was bad, but after a while I was like always the best at the table. So yeah. I went to different games and I wasn't bad there. So I started reading about it. Um, there was also then internet poker. So I played poker online. And then eventually I went to the casino. And I figured out I was good at live poker because I really want to see the other players. I want to look into the, their into their eyes and just have that, you know, connection, social connection. Yeah. And True. Uh, yeah, eventually I was starting to get okay at it. And um, yeah, that was that worked for a while, let's say
0: yeah and then when you talk about poker you also said you learned some other skills the other day you said you learned how to tell people were lying or not and that's like another sub skill can you talk about that
1: yeah but that's that's the thing about like poker I mean I I know it has a a bad rep or or a lot of people think it's gambling and stuff like that and I get that it's not Mm -hmm. something that I would like my kid to do but if you do it and if you want to be the best at it you figure out that it's yeah that it teaches you a lot for instance um, if you're going to bluff with a hand you have to tell a credible story so you have to know first of all the art of storytelling what is it, well, how to how do i tell a story and then um, how do i make it credible to the other person and for instance you have a lot of people who start bluffing with a hand and in the beginning of the hands they they act like they have one kind of hand and at the other and the end of the hands they act like they have another kind of hand so it doesn't match up and they did, yeah. don't understand that what they're trying to tell doesn't, doesn't work. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. part of the situation. And also the other side, the flip side, is, of course, if someone is lying to you, can, can I uh, can I spot his lie? So um, yeah. I've told that before, but I, that's also 10,000 hours at the poker table turned into a human lie detector because now even in just normal situations, if somebody is telling something and he's lying to me, I, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm used to, to picking up the like the micro uh, emotions and stuff like that and I, I even immediately sniff out a lie. I see like, okay this is not working. Most of the time I won't go there because i'm I'm not interested in, in, in um, showing or, or you know constructing the lie. I don't care, but yeah. most of the time I figure out like okay, this is not something that he's uh, honest about.
0: Yeah that's a good skill to have in life but you also said it kind of like bothers you sometimes too you don't you can't take it away right
1: yeah sometimes i wish i would take away because for instance if i'm talking to my best friend we they're talking about something i mean something personal or and, and he says something like oh, how was the wife yeah okay and i'm like okay this is probably not true but i don't want to go there i wish i, I wish he's <laughs> my friend on his word but uh, i know too much i've seen too much to to um uh, yeah to i know more but uh, yeah like I, like you said i would love to to, to switch it sometimes especially with, with my loved ones my parents right. my friends my sister um right. i would yeah but anyway it's cool it's a cool skill to have like you said
0: yeah it sounds awesome and so over like the past several years you've done a lot of different things to make money especially being that you haven't really had like a traditional job in a sense, so what kind of things have you done, like side hustles or whatnot, to make money?
1: Yeah, so I had, um, I had a, a income that, uh, an income that's an investment. I mean, how would you say, like uh, some kind of office space that mm-hmm. I rented out, and uh, I, so I'm I, I, I I'm a landlord for the last fifteen years. So I mean, mm-hmm. there are a lot of skills involved with that too. People don't realize that, but uh, you have to be. Yeah, you have to be responsible you have to repair you have to talk to contractors and stuff like that you have to always I mean always be friendly to your to your landlord uh, to your uh, tenant and stuff like that so yeah um, there, there, there's still skills with that too and that led into investments because I mean other investments because then you have your income then you would want to to do something else with it so I had to figure out what's the best way to place my money and um, yeah yeah Right. And that's basically how I did it.
0: Yeah. And one of the things uh, both of us talk about a lot in medium is also things that we've started, projects we started and we failed out. Can you talk a little bit about Dan, what that was and what happened with that business?
1: So that was my friend. I'm not going to give his real name. I always call him Dan in my stories. So that's one yeah. of my friend Dan and he, uh, he and another friend, another partner started that business. And um, that was supposed to be some kind of um, Facebook for dogs or something like that, like a social yeah. media platform for dog owners and, and for pet owners. And um, yeah, they, they did that for a year. And the uh, first half year, I just stood on the sideline. But like half year in, I was giving them advice. I was saying, yeah, do that, do that. Because first of all, I, will, I, I thought it was interesting too. So I liked giving the advice. I liked to be involved. And here in, they, they, they asked me if I wanted to be a part owner, like get a percentage of the company and yeah. uh, grow their business. And of course, that was a no brainer for me at the time, because I mean, I was not doing that much at the time and uh, I was already involved. So I'm, I was like, yes, sure. And I um, think I was, my official title was something like community manager. I mean, titles don't, don't say that much, especially not in startup. But I think yeah. I was like community manager. And I had to, I was in charge of, of putting out content, even on Medium, on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Talking to our writers, we had three or four writers. Um, you know, editing, stuff like that. So basically what I do now. <laughs> yeah. way, you know, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was fun. But of course... Afterwards, I uh, afterwards I realized the reason why they wanted me to join was that their company was doing not that great. So um. they uh, they, they, uh, they they got all the help they needed, or they you know what? So uh, they asked me because they were kind of desperate. But that's okay too, right? I mean, I learned a lot, and um, it's another skill to learn in a in a startup because uh, I've I've wrote, written about that before too. There was a, a guy, a twenty year old, twenty one year old genius. Um, but he started to act up, and uh we didn 't know how to how to deal with them, so we had to learn yeah. that too. Of course, it was too late for that company, but now I know how to deal with um, tough people or uh gen- genius people let's say
0: right and it 's like a totally different thing trying to participate in a startup versus just doing like trading or investing right
1: yeah it's it's i mean i say that I said that to friends at the time too. Um, being in a startup is like being in a pressure cooker. I've been there <laughs> only five years, uh, five months, excuse me, like, but it feels like five years. And you learn so much, and every day it's really on the knife edge, and there's always a calamity and 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 a problem, and you're always your life is always in danger. Your your startup <laughs> life is always in danger. People are always complaining. I mean, it's it's insane. I, I loved it at the time. Uh, yeah, I probably I think I would want to do that again. But maybe uh, first of all be an owner and not a part owner and do it right. with someone you someone who you really can trust. I mean I'm not saying I can't trust Dan, but right. uh, it's a different dynamic if you're yeah, it's not the same. With friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I've known them for like since I was five, so or maybe let's say ten. So it's not that that's not a problem, but it's it's different. So yeah, yeah. It's like in marriage, you really have to trust each other.
0: Yeah. And so I've done a little coding in the past myself. I don't think I'm as experienced as you are. Because on Medium, well, when I made my blog, I was trying to connect it to a droplet on Ubuntu. I think I don't even know what I was doing. But it took me like forever. And I eventually had to give up because I couldn't figure out how to make it work. So tell me a little bit about like your experience with coding and also you have a story called The Worst Pitch I Ever Gave, which I think is related. So can you discuss that?
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm an engineer. Well, I'm not really an engineer, but I did engineer school. So I, I, I learned coding there. Um, I did some um, reservoir computing. That's some kind of AI um, stuff. I mean, uh, so I had to learn Python and I'm good at Python. So um uh, I did some projects then um, in the last 10 years on Python. So whatever I needed Python, I did it. So I, for instance, even simulated my trading uh, with it. I did some uh, basic uh, automatic trading too. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I was kind of versed in it. And then uh, my friend Dan one day called me and he's like, um, yeah, um, I have an interesting project for you. He always has some interesting projects. That's the thing. <laughs> and one of my yeah. clients asked him if he couldn't make a a dice simulator that's like a slots slot game on internet, if he could make the engine for that. And he just said yes, but he couldn't, he didn't know what it, even what it was. So then he called me and he's like, could we figure that out? And I'm like, yeah, give me one day or give me a, a couple of days. And I started on my pilot shell, you know, started to build a, some kind of game because I, I, I checked the site and, and I looked at what it was doing, played it for a couple of hours and I'm like, okay, I can do this. So I started in Python. Uh, build that uh, engine and a couple of days later I just uh, Sent the github link to my friends and he checked it out and he's like yeah, this is cool. This is cool We can uh, market this we can sell this and then we had to go to his clients and pitch that uh, that uh, project uh, So it was fun for me because um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I Felt like I mean for instance, especially the the software side of the, the deal. I mean I was very at home at that. I mean, I was already um, talking about technical stuff. I was, I mean, you would have, would have known that I've only did the thing for two or three days because I was really vers- well-versed. it. And so then we did, we, we went to the pitch, and that pitch didn't work out.
0: <laughs> what? what happened?
1: Uh, but you know what? I mean, um, I think it was we never had a shot, really. I mean, the, yeah. the guy the guy asked Dan asked because, um, he had some uh, developers in-house or something like that or contractors and they didn't trust them. And uh, that's why they did, they want to do it themselves but they wanted us to do it, but they wanted us to be like employees and not independent contractors. Right. So once right. we came in, they are, I mean, the de- our side of the deal was already filled because they didn't want to do it, but we wanted to know. So we just came in for, for the heck of it. Right. I mean,
0: yeah, uh,
1: now i mean I've, I've talked about it in that piece too now i've read pitch anything from mm-hmm. pitching is by the way another skill which anything yeah. by foreign class and now i know what we did was totally wrong because he also says what all everything he says is like if you if you're going to pitch pitch from a place of power don't pitch from a place, place of neediness and we came in there like oh. uh i mean we, we already we, we already came in and we we're like yeah um employees like my my salary is like 6k a month if in, in that capacity and we're like you know what i'm t- i'm normally I'm, i ask 6k a month but you can have us for 3k a month so you know uh, say,
0: the yes,
1: thing I mean. ever, right you, you come in and you just already cheapen yourself before you've even started and then we were like yeah everything we did we were like yeah and so um it would cost like 200K to build a engine, but you could have it for 1K or one uh, 150K. So, you know what I mean? We were yeah. always keeping ourselves. We, we came in, we were like, oh, we're so grateful that you want to see us. Yeah, that's not what you do, of course. You just have to, you know, when we, that's the yeah. message we send is like, we're not worth it. And, and you yeah. know, everything we did uh, smelled like first timers, right? So <laughs> yeah. I side of the test, was like, what are those groups name coming in? <laughs> like, um, yeah. And for instance, another thing that I now realize is so we came in, and the guy there was not the guy we were expected to see because we were expected to, to meet with the owner of the business. But the guy we saw was a guy who didn't really couldn't make any decisions. So, what we should have done is like say, you know what, if we can't talk to the owner, we have to reschedule yeah. this meeting. But instead, we're like, yeah. Uh, we're going to give the pitch and you, and you just give the pitch to your rover but that's the first thing you can do because that guy is never going to give a good pitch to...
0: Yeah, they do say that always find the one in charge Yeah, so. yeah.
1: That's, we made so much mistakes it was insane and the funny thing is we came out and we were like yeah, this was really great we really made something so we did, we did have- <laughs> but I have to say um, the, the software was really good I mean, yeah the idea was really good so
0: yeah you did say something important there too like skills are all valuable they're all worth something which is pretty neat so like your most what's your most valuable skill do you think
1: um yeah I don't, I don't know <laughs> that's a good question I pro- I pro- again I probably would say trading yeah I think so. something I mean, maybe there are a thousand people in the world who really I mean I'm bragging now but Maybe there are a thousand people in the world who are on my level, maybe. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who would want to, especially if I talk to friends or something, like that, but almost nobody can do that because they don't know how to deal with uh, losing money. And yeah. it's, that's the one skill I have. And that's also the one skill I have that I know if I lose everything I ever own, I can make mm-hmm. it in, in no time. So that's a very valuable skill.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Do a lot of people ask you for help with learning things since you know so many different or you have learned so many different skills?
1: Not really. People are a little bit arrogant that way, right? People think, oh, <laughs> I, can, I can do it. No, it doesn't really happen that much. But what happens, for instance, um, I don't want to brag, but for instance, I did the guide surfing thing. And the guy was mm-hmm. like, at first it was kind of rough, but after half an hour in, he was like, wow, you're good at picking up skills. He, he because I'm used to, by now, picking up skills, so it's easy for me to still figure out something new and do, okay, this is going to be that way, and, and right? Yeah. He figured out, of course, he was trying to sell me to his advanced course, but I mean, I tried to, to imagine that he really thought I was good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So what do you think are some skills that you would like to learn for the future? What are you interested in learning over the next year or so?
1: So, um, public speaking, um, mm-hmm. I would be, I would love to improve my English a little bit more, like um, I have a decent uh, pronunciation and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Public speaking, um, improv, right, just, you know, um, be a little bit more um, on the fly. Yeah. Um, and, of course, I, would, I still would want to build my own business, so it doesn't have to be alone, but uh, so advanced business business skills, let's say, and then the power of persuasion, that's what I, that's why I would start writing. That's my one thing I really want to
0: Working on persuasion.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, my, my uh, example, my idol is Steven Jobs, because he mm-hmm. was the best storyteller I've ever seen. That's the level I one day want to achieve.
0: That's really interesting to think about the fact that we're writing can lead to, what well, is storytelling? So that can be used in so many different facets of life
1: yeah but i was a storyteller t- story storyteller all my life i played poker that's like mm-hmm. stories i yeah. uh, even a waiter being a waiter is telling stories like because we came in the chef like was like this is the, the menu of the day go pitch that so we were pitching that and i didn't even really know what pitching was back then but you came to the client you're like this is very good it's fresh seasonal ingredients this i mean like People were like, I don't know, I I, I was going for that. Oh, that is nothing. This is good. This is what you want. Then you just, uh, and and we had prices for the ones who who sold like 10 or 20 items. So, I mean, it was a kind of, yeah, I've been telling stories all my life. That's what I've been doing. That's true.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I don't even like sales. Do you like sales?
1: No, I always tell myself that's one skill I don't have because my sister is the best Mm -hmm. salesman Mm -hmm. in the world. Sells woman in the world, sells best yeah. sell the closer. I know, but mm-hmm. I think I'm uh, underestimating. I think I know how to sell.
0: Yeah, I think so. I guess probably the type of selling that bothers me because I don't want to sell. Like I don't like doing sales with like customer service, when I was doing that before. I don't like that. But there's some other things that I may do it depending on the approach.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I watched a, a video the, the other day uh, of Joe, Jordan Belfort. I don't know if you know who that is. That's no, the wolf of wall the mm. wolf of Wall Street. They did a oh. movie the real wolf of wall Street, wall Street, right? So Leonardo DiCaprio played him, and he was always talking about selling, but he's like one of those old fashioned hard selling guys. So, yeah, put your foot yeah. in the door and push, push, push. And that's <laughs> not, I mean, that's how I, I saw selling in the past, but that's not, not how I see it now. No, I'm like, or let the story tell itself and don't push people if they want to sell if they want to do it something with you they will come to you um, mm-hmm. that's also more a more important or more powerful position you can for, for instance go outside and go knock on every door and, and try to sell your product and you will have a hard time selling it but it's much better to just like we do uh, we just write every day we start the communication, and the people who are interested in us will come to us we don't have to sell that much anymore because they've known us for the last six months they know what we are we don't know who we are we have a, a rapport not that hard anymore to well, i'm not saying we have to sell something but you know yeah. what i mean you to start from there
0: yeah i get you well do you have any closing thoughts on this subject today on the well, importance of learning skills
1: Maybe we can talk a little bit about your skills, right? We need to talk more about me for now. what is what is your most important skill that you have?
0: Hmm. Let's see. Well, I mean, I've tried a couple of things. I've tried videography, photography, writing. My skills, I think, have yet to be um, <laughs> like shown in real life, like to translating into something else. So far the writing and podcasting is going to turn into something and hopefully investing too i started to invest a little money Uh, but yeah yeah yeah. but i'm trying to do the same type of thing you're trying to do i want to do public speaking next year um hopefully and i want to go somewhere with the podcast and writing so that's my main things right now i also want to continue to learn other languages
1: ah yes that's a good one too i I would want to uh, learn another language so now I take I spoke uh, I talk uh, English uh, French German and Dutch. I would mm-hmm. love to talk Spanish. I think I'm going to go for Spanish. That's uh, yeah. that's a no. Open...
0: Well, my language, <laughs> my second language.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm jealous of you speaking Spanish. So now I want to do that too. It's the one language. I know. What
0: you you know for how, how many languages you know for?
1: Four. I'm Bitcoin as yeah. to and and Bitcoin.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I think you'll pick it up pretty fast yeah,
1: yeah that so that's the thing about learning languages too. The more you know the easier it becomes to learn another one that's with skills, the skills more skills you have it's, it's by now it's getting ridiculous how fast I can learn a skill, like for instance, um yeah, this postcast thing I mean because we know how to 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 write, we know already the mo the importance of um, getting a a good story out there to have nice sentences to simplicity, all those things. That's something you didn't have to learn again. So
0: That's true. And because of the writing, we already have so much content to talk about too for the podcast. So that's pretty awesome as well.
1: Yeah. It's the same thing I always say. I'm going to say it one more time. Um, So our writing improves our podcasting and our podcasting improves our writing. So you're learning at a double rate.
0: Yeah. And then what do the writing and podcasting improve?
1: Yeah, that's the other question. I don't know. That's uh, We'll see. That.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good place to end for today. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to us on the On the Rise podcast. If you guys like this episode, please give us some claps and follow us on Anchor. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye. Bye.